ways. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord, the Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 84 O how amiable are thy dwellings, thou Lord of hosts! My soul has a desire and longing to enter into the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. Yea, the sparrow has found her house, and the swallow a nest, where she may lay her young, even thy altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be always praising thee. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, and whose heart are thy ways, who going through the vale of misery use it for a well, and the pools are filled with water. They will go from strength to strength, and unto the God of gods appears every one of them in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold, O God, our defender, and look upon the face of thine anointed one. For one day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of ungodliness. For the Lord God is a light and defense. The Lord will give grace and worship, and no good thing shall he withhold from them that live a godly life. O Lord God of hosts, blessed is the man that puts his trust in thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first reading comes from Malachi chapter 3. Verses 1 through 5. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, says the Lord of hosts. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap, and he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he shall purify the sons of Levi, and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then shall the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old, and as in former years. 
and I will come near to you to judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, and against the adulterers, and against false swearers, and against those that oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow and the fatherless, and that turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, says the Lord of hosts. Here ends the reading. Our gospel reading comes from Luke chapter 2, beginning at the 22nd verse. When the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he up him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against, yea, a sword shall pierce through thy, thy own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with an husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she, coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spoke of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Here ends the reading. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. For he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hands of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hands of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us confess our faith together using the words of the Apostles' Creed out of the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits in the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Lord, remember us in your kingdom as you taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless an inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and ever-living God, we humbly beseech thy majesty that as thy only begotten Son was this day presented in the temple in the substance of our flesh, so we may be presented unto thee with pure and clean hearts. By the same your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, to do always that is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, today is Candlemas. It is the day of the presentation of our Lord, or what is commonly called the purification of St. Mary. Uh, uh, the presentation of the Lord is more important than the purification of Mary. It's a feast of Christ. It's been 40 days since Christmas, and according to the law, uh, according to the Levitical standard, it's uh, Leviticus chapter 12, a woman having given birth, especially to a firstborn son. First of all, you give birth to a son, you go to the temple and you present yourself after 40 days with a sacrifice to be declared clean. You are unclean for those 40 days. Uh, if it's a girl, I believe it's 80 days. It might be 60, I can't remember. Um, but then also, when you have your firstborn son, you are to present him to the Lord. This goes back to the Exodus, when uh, the firstborn children of Egypt were killed uh, by the angel of death as the last plague before the Israelites were set free. And then after they were set free and on the Exodus, God said, every uh, firstborn male belongs to me. Because if it wasn't for the Passover, if it wasn't for me telling you to take the blood and put it on the doorposts and the lintels of the door, your firstborn sons would be dead too. They belong to me now, so you need to redeem them back. And so you would you would pay a, a shekel tax, some kind of some kind of offering tax, plus bring a sacrifice, and then basically buy your your son back uh, because those firstborn sons belong to 
the Lord. And then later on, what ends up happening is God buys the entire tribe of Levi. It says the tribe of Levi is going to take the place of the firstborn sons, which is a whole sermon in and of itself, that Christ is now priest, that, that he is part of this tribe of Levi because he is a firstborn son uh, in, in, a, in a weird sort of way. But that's a different sermon. Uh, but with candle mass, this is a time of the year in which one, if we were in colder climates, it'd probably work a little bit better because it's halfway between winter and spring. And so you would um, bless all the candles in the church, especially at the time when uh, we used candles all the time. Um, but then those candles that would be blessed, some of them people would bring their own candles. And then those candles that they would bring and be blessed, they would take home with them and they would light them when they would go and visit someone in the hospital or visit someone at home who was sick, or visit someone to bring them communion, or someone's on their deathbed. Uh, they, would, they would have those candles for that, um, as well as then you'd have all the candles that would be used throughout the church year uh, because of the fact that you would use so many of them uh, for evening services and even early morning services and even daytime services because you would need light in, in the church. And it all stems uh, from this line in uh, the Song of Simeon, uh, where Simeon picks up Christ, right? And, and this is why it's a feast of Christ. Uh, Mary's there to be purified and Christ is there to be presented, but it's actually he meets Simeon. And Simeon becomes this preacher for Mary and Joseph to, to become the, the first uh, uh, Jew to acknowledge this Christ and talks about him as a light to lighten the nations, a light to enlighten us, to wake us up, to call us to, to God, to, to be this one who is going to bring us back. And, and so when you see the candles in the church, think about that. Think about the fact that Christ is this one who's supposed to enlighten us, to shine a light in all our dark crevices, to shine a light in all the places where we think we can hide our sin, but we can't so that he can find it and steal it from us and forgive us of it so that then we bow down to him. And so now we've been redeemed by him and we owe him our very selves. But it's also this wonderful time in which uh, we are to see this Christ who's entered into the temple. Christ being the temple now, where he tells us in John that he talks about the temple of his body. Tear this temple down in three days, and or tear this temple down and in three days it will build it back up again. And they thought he was talking about the temple in Jerusalem. He's talking about the temple of his body, how uh, his, his body is the temple for us. It's, it's where we, we find ourselves in prayer and worship, being part of the body of Christ. We've, uh, but you have this one who is the purifier. This one who goes in and purifies us of all sin, who cleanses our hearts and our souls. And he's there present as this little 40-day-old baby with his mom who has to be purified by the law. Imagine that being unclean because you brought a life into the world. Well, it's a time for us to celebrate, church. It's a time for us to celebrate, to acknowledge our Christ. Acknowledge him for who he is, as your salvation as the one who shines brightly the light uh, into your life to give you hope, to give you a future, to let you know that on those days in which you feel unclean, you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, to let you know that on those days in which you fear death, that he is the resurrection and the life, and even though you die, yet shall you live. Those are the things that we hold to, church. Those are the things that we rejoice in. And so may this day be a day of rejoicing 
for you. Let us pray. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and has promised that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in the world knowledge of thy truth, in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. Well, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Go in peace, serve the Lord. This has been morning prayer for the day of the presentation of our Lord. And we will see you in church on Sunday for Transfiguration Sunday. God bless. Thank you.